welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. That's one word, no spaces. I'm Avery Ames, writer of adult fantasy. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hey, so today we are going to kind of talk about some brainstorming tips, some plot hole repair, kind of what we do when we get stuck. We had an episode about writer's block and kind of how to identify what's causing your writer's block and how to maybe loosen that up. But this is more of a, once you've decided that your problem is that you have a plot block or a plot problem in your book, what do you do to jog that loose and or fix it? Mm. <laughs> My first one is tell it to someone. Yeah. Like explain the problem in detail to someone. Just lay out the problem. And if you don't have a someone, do it to a plush animal, to your pet, to like. <laughs> ah, yes. Talk, uh, talk, talk to your teddy bear. Like, Yeah. Talk to a wall, but just sit there and go, okay, my problem is X can't happen because Y but why has to happen because B and just like lay all those details out. And if listing them, a lot of times I figure out what it is. I'll get halfway through explaining the problem and then go, oh, wait. Yep. Yep. Every time I come to Avery with a problem, I've already figured it out within like 45 seconds of me talking. I'll be like, wait, Oh God. <laughs> like I've been thinking, I've been, I've been wondering what to do about this for two fucking days. I'm like, I open my mouth for 30 seconds and there it is. Like, Sometimes you just got to get away from the word processor, you know? You got to, like, go out and talk to a fucking stuffed animal. <laughs> and sometimes, yeah, sometimes that is my writing group or writing friends. Uh, sometimes that is my my partner. Sometimes I do actually do it in a Word document or a Google Doc where I just, like, start typing, the, typing it the way I would type it if I was doing it to you in group chat and be like, okay, here is my problem. I need, this person needs to be in this place at this time, but here's what's keeping them from getting there at this time. How do I solve this? And I just write out those sentences and something about like laying out the problem. Your brain starts in the background, like connecting dots and trying to like figure it out and weasel its way around. And so that's the first thing I do. Yeah. The fun part is what happens if that doesn't work. <laughs> so... I'm trying to, like, I, I want to keep at the heart of the subject here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, whenever I have an issue, I'm trying to think, you know, like, what, what is what is the first thing that I do if, if something isn't working with the plot? And, uh, oh, my God, that's a really hard question. Holy shit. Because usually everything that I do falls in the fact that, like, I'm usually what's going on is I, I have not, I've not... I'm either overcomplicating something or undercomplicating something. And, you know, every time I do something like that, I typically just go back to my query letter, which I think we've talked about before. Oh, like yeah. I'll write a query letter just to myself so that I can know what my book is about. And then I'll go, if I feel like I'm stuck, I'll go back to that and I'll like read it and be like, okay, where th this problem that I'm having, like, where does it fall into the query? And first of all, is the problem important? Am I worrying about something that doesn't need to be worried about? That's a good point. Yeah, because like if 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 it's something you know, I and, and with the book that I just finished, you know, it came up and I was like, wow, like 
I'm worried about this problem, but I don't even think this problem matters. Like I just looked at my query letter and this doesn't really fall in it. So I ended up removing it. Like, and then everything got a little easier. Building on that, if the query doesn't work, the synopsis, write a synopsis. Yeah. Because that's, that's, you know, getting into a little more detail, but it's still short and sweet. And that's when you can start going, oh no, here's, here's where the plot holes not connecting. And here's where I got to start sorting some stuff out. Yeah, I cannot tell you the number of times that I've beta read a book and there was a plot hole. And then I went to the author and I said, why? So so this plot hole isn't working. And then the author was like, oh, yeah, no, I noticed that too. Like, I don't know how to like, like, how do I get this character in the right place? And why was your character in the other place to begin with? And they get like super married to this idea Mm -hmm. of like with whatever was happening, happening. And then, then me being like, no, no, no. This needs to happen. We don't care about that. Like, that's not even important. So let, like, let's, like, I would say, look at where your character is and, and ask yourself, uh, is my character in the right, like, even in the right spot for this? Like, is this plot hole here because I've done something else wrong? Because, mm-hmm. God, I feel like nine times out of ten, that's what it is. It's like, your character's just not in the right place at the right time. Yeah. A lot of times for me, it is that, like, I end up, like you mentioned at the beginning, you said it's either overcomplicating or undercomplicating. I tend to overcomplicate. And I'll, like you said, I'll hit a point where I'm like, oh, they didn't even need to go to place X in the first place. They could just always have been at place B. That was just part of the me pantsing the book or part of a subplot that doesn't exist anymore or whatever. But yeah, like sometimes it, it, it does do a little bit of outside the box. Like instead of being like, the problem is, how do I get them from point A to point B? The problem is, why are they at point A? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's that's a much better way to say what I was trying to say. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> yours. Yours makes more sense too. So we're just explaining it different ways for people who like process differently. That is one, and a lot of times, like I said, the synopsis or like you mentioned, the query will will help me I- isolate that because that's when I'll start going. Man, I'm spending a lot of time setting up this domino that doesn't need to fall. I go back to, we talk about plot problems, but I sometimes I'll have to go back to character goals and how they are influencing the plot because sometimes the plot hole can be solved by going, oh, person X doesn't want that to happen. What would they do to stop it? If this, you know, I need to make it so that this thing doesn't happen. You know what I mean? I kind of go back to my characters as the base of it and go, okay, what do each of them want at this point in the story? How can one of them help me fix my problem? Yep. I I do feel like a lot of times plot hole issues come from a, a piece of the programming being like gone missing in, mm-hmm. in whatever you're working on. So like if, if you have a character who's in a place where you're like, oh, this isn't, oh shit, like this isn't making sense. Something, there's some there's some coding missing in your programming. <laughs> and and sometimes the best way to do that is to just go back and re-explore your characters are what they want what their Mm -hmm. flaws and all that stuff are like you you go back to square one and you just look at them for a second pull yourself out of the book and like reintroduce yourself to what what it was before you started writing it Mm -hmm. and then say okay is my plot hole even important if it is important what around it is gunking it up yeah and is is my character unable to get to this other place they need to be because this other plot isn't as important you know, and then you need to look at your character 
you know, information be like, okay, like which plot is more important because I've got, there's something going on here that's not working and we have to remove one or fix one. And I find that just looking at the guts and trying to find where the, the missing line of information is and, and what you have mm-hmm. is the best way to do it. That, that being said, this does not help with the pantsing plot hole of a first draft. Yeah. Sometimes with that kind of plot hole, you got to go like write the ending first yep. or something. Like do something else because like you're never going to figure it out if you're just trying to go linear. Like there are there's a lot of issues where somebody will be writing a rough draft or a second draft and be like, well, I'm really stuck. I don't know where to go from here. Write the ending. Write something else. And let it, you know, a different breadcrumb take you because writing linear is probably not the answer. That was going to be my advice when you said the first draft. I was going to say if if I run into a plot hole in the first draft, I literally just like put a bracketed note to myself going, there's a big fucking plot hole here. I'm going to have to figure that out later. Uh, We're just going to go to the next scene now. And I just go to the next scene. Sometimes you go to the next scene and it's like, oh, I don't even have that plot hole anymore because this is much better. So like I didn't waste time with that. Wonderful. Good. So yeah, sometimes it's just point out the problem, get through the rest of the book. Yep. If if for example, let's say like I have finished the first draft and I I have have that plot hole and I have the note that I need to fix it and now I finished the first draft and the answer did not come to me <laughs> by the end of it, my next thing is usually my favorite, the index cards all over the floor <laughs> because I usually color code mine based on whatever I'm analyzing at the time. So it'll be like which characters are in a scene or which subplot is is important in the scene or whatever. You can just lay out all your index cards, just write a little note for each scene. Like this is the scene where Bob finds the mystical book. Um, <laughs> here's the scene where Bob destroys the mystical book much later. Um, and then I take those cards. And if a lot of times if I have a plot hole, I find the easiest or best way to fix it is to shuffle them. Which can be very scary if you have never done this before. But once you've done it a few times, it's real fun. You take the cards and you're like, okay, what if they found this clue later? And that will fix your plot hole. Or what if this character sabotaged the equipment earlier and now they don't have an easy way to get off the space station? Right. You know, just kind of like shuffling around because you've got your draft, you've got your, you've got your, your original document already these cards you can shuffle them to your heart's content and if you make a huge mess of it you just go we pretend that did not happen let's try a different tactic (laughs) you're not losing anything by really playing around with shuffling these things around and you're gonna have to do some fixing you're gonna have to go through and be like oh well that character wasn't in the book yet so now we're gonna have to remove them from this scene there's there's some doctoring that's gonna have to happen but a lot of times i've solved plot holes that way with that exact Mm -hmm. thing like oh, well, if this person just did this earlier, then problem solved. <laughs> yep. 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 Sometimes it's just about not psyching yourself out, pulling yourself out of the situation you're in and going to do something else. It yes. definitely usually doesn't happen on the page that you're writing on. Yeah. Like nine times out of 10. Excuse me, 99 times out of 100. Yeah. <laughs> 99 times out of 100 times. You're not going to help yourself by sitting on the page and and continuing writing jump somewhere else skip a paragraph skip a paragraph i've done that like you know what i can't handle this right now i'm just gonna like skip like three paragraphs and like uh keep going and uh yeah sleeping on it like literally just take 
a day, two days, three days. If you've got like a real sticky plot hole you're just trying to solve, just try, and this is going to sound weird, but try not thinking about it for like two or three days. Think about something else, work on another project, start brainstorming something else. And trust me, like day two, you'll be half asleep or doing the dishes or in the shower and your brain's going to yeah. go, what if, and you'll solve the problem. Like it's, it's like, it's like your brain's running a background process. <laughs> yep. Just like the whole time. It's like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah. I'm searching. You got the little searchlight, that old timey, like searchlight graphic. Yeah. 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 And then it's like, ah, yeah. I found the answer. Uh, but, yeah. but if you're, if you're actively sitting and bashing your head against it, you're just going to stress yourself out. So if you've really hit a point where you've, you've done all the stuff that you can try to think of to brainstorm it, to solve it, to figure it out none of it's working just literally set it down for just just a day or two and yep. let your brain do its thing yep exactly then there's the issue of running into a plot hole when you're like on a final draft because <laughs> i've had that happen uh-huh yeah like when you're like reading your final draft and you're like oh shit yep. that's not right I recently had something happen where let's just call it a magic system, but like there was a magic system that wasn't <laughs> working uh, the way it should have. And the book was done and my agent had it. And <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. And I ended up having to send like a, a really long message to Avery. Cause I was like trying to figure out how, you know, cause every time I went to change the magic system so that it worked better, uh, something else in the book went wrong because the ma like the magic system being changed mm -hmm. then changed you know a past chapter and I was like no but I need my characters there because this is the final draft and the book's done yeah those ones are a little harder mm -hmm. sometimes you gotta sit a little longer with them and definitely talk to people especially yeah. like get beta readers oh my god get beta readers because if you don't if you're on your final draft and you haven't ever had anybody read it and you can't reach out to literally anyone for help that is a scary place to be in because you've read this book 17,000 times and you still don't know the answer chances are you might not find the answer by yourself mm -hmm. teamwork is real and even just one word I think Avery said like two things like it was two seconds two sentences and it was about something else yeah it was about something completely <laughs> different I was like wait a second why isn't my magic system just doing this because that fixes everything and then it it changed a couple things throughout the book, but in the end, it actually just made everything better. And I think that when that happens on your final drafts, what you need to do is be open-minded that whatever change that you make at this point may change your book a little, but it might also make it better, which is, you know, because I had to be like, I love my book the way it is. I don't want to change it. But in order to get this magic system working right, I'm going to have to. And I did. And I went through the book and I checked you know, I, I went, I did a consistency thing or a continuity thing. And I, I was like, okay, what is this going to change about this scene and this scene and this scene? And then as I was doing it, I was like, you know, like, this is actually better. It's different, but it, I think it's better. Like, sometimes you have to be open-minded about that. Some people get very close-minded about mm -hmm. fixing an issue like that. And that's, I mean, to each their own, but that's dangerous. Yeah. You always want to be open to looking at solutions. And sometimes you will actually look at a solution and go, eh, this isn't the direction I want everything mm -hmm. to go, which that's fine. But, but you want to be open to it and then actually legitimately considering it and then going, okay, yes, I have weighed its merits 
decided against it, but you'll you'll probably need to come up with some other problem other solution to the problem. Yep. <laughs> yep. You so. just gotta be open minded with yourself. Don't judge yeah. yourself, don't judge your book, just do your best to fix it and yeah. decide which version you like best. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think those are kind of most of our, like, techniques when you get stuck in a plot hole. So every other Friday, you can join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for the live stream. And to see the upcoming schedule, you can check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links or information. Thanks for listening.